Welcome to the Yesteryear Chronicles, where we take a break from the modern world and dive into the past. I'm Adrian, your go-to history guru. And I'm Becca, your resident science enthusiast and pop culture fanatic. But let's be real, Adrian. If we could bring anything to the past, it would be air conditioning and Netflix. Ha, good one. But we'll just have to make do with our imaginations for now. Today, we'll be exploring some fascinating events that happened on this day throughout history. That's right. We've got a range of topics to cover, from the first ascent of Mount Kang Chinjunga to the opening of Gilbert and Sullivan's and HMS Pinafore. And let's not forget Cillian Murphy's birthday. Absolutely. And who knows, maybe we'll even learn something new about Jesse Owens' record-breaking performance. So sit back, relax, and let's travel back in time. Let's start with the historic moment in mountaineering. On this day in 1955, Charles Evans led a British expedition to Mount Kangchenjunga, the third highest mountain in the world. Joe Brown and George Band were the first to reach the summit, followed by Norman Hardy and Tony Strether the next day. What an impressive feat. I read that they actually had to fight off some aggressive mountain goats during their climb. It just goes to show the physical and mental strength required to conquer such a challenge. Definitely. Now let's go back a few centuries to a celestial event that has fascinated people for millennia. On this day in 240 BC, Halley's Comet made its first recorded perihelion passage. People have observed this comet for thousands of years, and it will continue to grace our skies for years to come. It's incredible to think that people have been observing this comet for so long. I did some digging and found out that Halley's Comet has actually been recorded as far back as 240 BC in Chinese and Babylonian records. It's amazing how much we can learn about our universe through these ancient texts. That's really interesting. Now let's fast forward to 2012. On this day, the SpaceX Dragon 1 became the first commercial spacecraft to successfully rendezvous and berth with the International Space Station. This marked a significant milestone in space exploration and the privatization of space travel. Absolutely incredible. I remember watching the live stream of this event and feeling a sense of awe and excitement. It's amazing to see how far we've come in terms of space exploration, and I can't wait to see what the future holds. Me too. And let's not forget that history isn't always about triumphs. On this day in 1738, a treaty was signed between Pennsylvania and Maryland, ending the Conojocular War. The treaty settled a boundary dispute and involved the exchange of prisoners. It's a reminder that peace, even if it comes after conflict, is always worth striving for. That's a great point. It's important to remember that there are always two sides to every conflict and that sometimes the best course of action is to find a peaceful resolution. I think this treaty serves as an example of what can be achieved when we work together and put our differences aside. Exactly. And finally, let's go way back to ancient Rome. On this day in 567 BC, Servius Tullius, the king of Rome, celebrated a triumph for his victory over the Etruscans. It's fascinating to think about how different the world was back then and how much has changed since. It really is. I read that these triumphs were major events in ancient Rome, complete with parades, feasts, and games. It's amazing to think about how much importance they placed on military victories and how different their culture was from ours today. Today we're talking about the Diet of Worms and its aftermath. It's a story of conflict, religion, and politics. Can you tell us more about what led to the Diet of Worms? Of course. In the early 16th century, the Catholic Church was the dominant religious institution in Europe. However, there were growing concerns about corruption within the church and many people started to question its teachings. One of these people was Martin Luther, a German monk and theologian. 
He believed that the church had strayed from the teachings of the Bible and that salvation could only be achieved through faith in God, not through good works or the purchase of indulgences. But his views were controversial, right? What was the reaction of the church? That's right. Luther's ideas challenged the authority of the church, and he was quickly labeled a heretic. Pope Leo the Nth issued a papal bull condemning Luther's teachings, but Luther refused to recant his beliefs. His writings were banned, and he was excommunicated from the church in 1521. It was then that the Diet of Worms was convened, where Luther was called to defend his beliefs before the Holy Roman Emperor, Charles V. And what happened at the Diet of Worms? Well, Luther was given the opportunity to recant his teachings, but he refused, saying, Here I stand, I can do no other. Charles V declared Luther an outlaw and issued the Edict of Worms, which made it illegal to provide Luther with food or shelter and called for his arrest. Luther went into hiding, but his ideas continued to spread throughout Europe, sparking the Protestant Reformation. It's a fascinating story, but why is it important today? Well, Becca, the Diet of Worms marked a turning point in European history. It was a moment when the power of the Catholic Church was challenged and the seeds of religious freedom were sown. Luther's ideas paved the way for the Protestant Reformation, which had a profound impact on the development of modern Western society. Today, we continue to grapple with questions of religious freedom and the role of religion in society. So the story of the Diet of Worms remains relevant. Let's travel back a mere 98 years and explore one of the most contentious trials in American history. The Scopes Trial of 1925. Ah, uh, yes, I remember reading about that trial in school. It was about the teaching of evolution, right? That's right. John T. Scopes, a high school science teacher, was indicted for teaching the theory of evolution in Tennessee, which was against state law at the time. Wow, that sounds like a pretty big deal. What happened during the trial? The trial was a media circus, with both sides fiercely advocating for their beliefs. The prosecution argued that the Bible's account of creation should be taught in schools, while the defense argued for the right to teach science and evolution. The trial eventually ended with Scopes being found guilty and fined $100, although the verdict was later overturned on a technicality. That's fascinating. What impact did the trial have on society? The trial had a significant impact on society bringing the issue of the separation of church and state to the forefront of national conversation. It also helped to shift public opinion towards the teaching of evolution in schools, which eventually led to its widespread acceptance in the education system. It's interesting to see how much society has evolved since then. Speaking of evolution, have there been any recent developments in the field of genetics? Actually, there have been some exciting developments in the world of genetic research. Scientists have recently discovered a new gene-editing tool called CRISPR, which allows them to make precise alterations to DNA. This technology has vast potential for treating genetic diseases and could even lead to the eradication of certain inherited conditions. That's incredible. But what are the potential ethical implications of this technology? It's a complicated issue. While the technology has enormous potential, there are also ethical concerns around the manipulation of human DNA. There are fears that the technology could be used to create designer babies with enhanced traits or even to create biological weapons. However, many scientists and researchers are working to ensure that the technology is used safely and ethically. And now, a brief survey of this day in pop culture. Today we're kicking things off with the premiere of Gilbert and Sullivan's comic opera HMS Pinafore at the Opera Comique in London back in 1878. 
Ah, yes, a classic operetta that's still beloved by audiences today. And let's not forget about the Walt Disney Company's Three Little Pigs cartoon, which premiered at Radio City Music Hall in 1933. That cartoon was an instant hit, with its catchy song, Who's Afraid of the Big Bad Wolf, becoming a cultural phenomenon. Moving on to sports, we're commemorating Jesse Owens of Ohio State University, breaking three world records and tying a fourth at the Big Ten Conference Track and Field Championships in Ann Arbor, Michigan, back in 1935. Owen's achievements were especially significant given the racial tensions of the time and the impending threat of World War II. He was truly a trailblazer in the world of sports. Turning to birthdays now, we're celebrating the birth of some incredibly talented individuals. First up, we have Cillian Murphy, the Irish actor born on this day in 1976. Murphy has become a household name thanks to his nuanced performances in films like Inception, Dunkirk, and The Dark Knight Trilogy. Yes, his performances are always captivating. What's your favorite role of his? Definitely his portrayal of Tommy Shelby in Peaky Blinders. He brings so much depth and complexity to that character. Agreed, but I have to give it to his performance in the 28 Days Later. He really brought the terror and desperation of that world to life. That's a great choice, too. From zombies to gang wars to scarecrow cosplays, Cillian Murphy really can do it all. Thanks for joining us for another episode of The Yesteryear Chronicles. And don't forget, today is also Geek Pride Day, celebrating geek culture and the contributions geeks have made to society. So go ahead and wear your geeky t-shirt, play your favorite video game, or binge watch that sci-fi series you love. Embrace your inner geek and be proud of who you are. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you tomorrow for more Chronicles of Yesteryear. Yesteryear.